Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Minecraft Off the Record. Hi everybody, welcome back to Minecraft Off the Record for episode number 56, and I am Joe the Widget Wilson, your lead host, and I'm joined by my right-hand man, the writer, well, uh, most writer, mostly writer, you write most of the show. <laughs> especially today, Jesus. Yeah, especially today, Dave, jeez. David Deenforce Adams. Hey everybody, gonna be a great show, we are excited, and I'm hopped up on, uh, what is this, Gatorade Performance Thirst Quencher, so let's do this. Yeah, dude, I have a ton of Red Bull in the giant cup with ice. Uh, <laughs> awesome. And we are joined, as always, by Dan Buntini Wilson. Hey, everybody, glad to be back for another week. Let's do this. And as always, we have Aaron McCardia Curry. Joe! Aaron! I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew! Sweet! Dude, let's do this. This is going to be a show and a half. We have a massive show for you guys. And here today I thought, oh, I better do stuff on the server so I have something to talk about. Yeah, overkill. We've got so much to talk about, it's not even funny. So we're going to get into that here in one second. But first, this show is sponsored by TweakedAudio.com. The makers of the best earbuds on the planet. Go to TweakedAudio.com, use the code off the record, all one word. Get 30% off your order. You can't go wrong. That's TweakedAudio.com. Free worldwide shipping, unbeatable customer support. We're also sponsored today by GuildLaunch.com, the makers of the best guild website hosting on the planet, as well as, like, Minecraft servers, hint, hint, Minecraft guilds, doubled hint, hint, and so on and so forth. Sign up for a free account at GuildLaunch.com. They even have paid services that include stuff like voice protocols, which is, um, like, Mumble, Vent, and TeamSpeak. You can't go wrong, guys. Check it out. I said that multiple times. Can't go wrong, can't go wrong, can't go wrong. GetLaunch.com. All right, guys. We have um, a lot of stuff that went on this week, uh, and then some. So we're going to get right into that. First things first, 1.6 launched on Monday, and I was panicking, worried, like, oh, it's been the next three weeks getting the server ready. It only took a week, guys. Yeah, I was really surprised yeah that means it went smooth at least smoother than the other ones right yeah we got i got the hardcore server up to win on wednesday up to 1.6 and as a uh as in order to test it properly i did a uh a pardon on everybody who had died there was like 28 names that already died within the first two days nice they all got a second chance and according to what i understand mccarty had died within the first 10 minutes of his second chance uh, very nice 12 12, but you're close. <laughs> we even had a record on the hardcore server. Someone died within 46 seconds. Wow. Yeah. How did that happen? Walked outside of the spawn area and got blown up by a creeper at the door. 
Now remember, kitties, if you're going to try to beat that record, slash kills do not count. Although, yeah, I don't know. I'm a big fan of uh, not dying, but it doesn't seem to be a big fan of me. Well, anyway, guys, the test went very, very smooth. There were some hiccups in the early alpha build for Bucket for 1.6, but today they had a new update on that that fixed a lot of those issues. And a lot of the things that I needed updated, and I did ran some tests on things that were not updated to see if they were compatible with 1.6. Ran it this morning. Took me about two hours to get everything prepped. Ran through it, and the server is running on 1.6 fluidly. Now, mind you guys, it's an alpha build, so there's going to be lag. Every time there's a new update and we're running, at, we're running on an alpha build, expect lag spikes. It's not going to be a consistent thing, but it's going to be lag spikes. And i got to say that I am overly tired of hearing people say lag when they get the slightest lag spike. I know. I don't need to hear it. Shut up. <laughs> lag. But speaking of 1.6, Dave, we have a lot to talk about on the official release. Yes, and, and we've been talking about this for, what, months now? Everything they've been putting into this? Mm-hmm. Um, so what I did is I went through, I got the final uh, w- release notes, and I I've, I've brought it down to just the things that are brand new into the 1.6. Okay. So hopefully I can make it quick going through Everything. One final time. One final shot. You're listening here. This is all the new things to come out with the new patch. You ready for this, Joe? Let's do it. All right. July 1st, 1.6.1. It's it's what 1.6 is releases. Anyway. General resource pack system contains texture, sounds, fonts, language files, end credits, end poem, splash text, also adds new missing texture texture all right guys you know what to install the resource pack is the exact same way you did to install your texture packs it's that simple really easy it's really easy you go into your options you go to uh, resource pack you open folder you place a zip file right there and you're done easy as that however if you're doing a again if you're doing a high res texture pack or resource pack here you want to use the updated 1.6.1 MC patcher, run it, and then you're good to go. Do not, and I repeat, do not try to use MC patcher to put the resource pack in. It will bug. So do not do it that way. Do it by simply going into options while in-game, opening texture pack or resource pack folder, and boom. All right, Dave, next. Next up, the new attribute system. Items, normal items, now use a new tagging system. It allows uh, normal items to uh, have different speeds as well as have different buffs that we haven't seen before just on normal items. Like health buffs, slowing the holder, different things like that. Enemies also have this ability called the entity attributes. Uh, things such such as in, entity speed, base health, and base attack now come normal. Uh, don't need a mod for it. Other properties like weapon damage, bow draw string, sword swing speed are are in the works and will come soon. They are not implemented with this. Improved changes. Support for Java 5 and PowerPC users has been dropped. They will no longer be covered in this latest update 
So 1.6 will not cover them. The new internal chat system reads messages differently, but seems to work just fine with what we have, right, Joe? It, yeah, it's working great, actually. Awesome. Uh, new launcher. Your old launcher will have a link within it to bring you to the site to download the new launcher. Along with the new launcher is a brand new authentication system, which is supposed to be more secure and, and more include more features. And it's, uh, technically it's supposed to have a lot less downtime of what it used to have. Like periodically you get those uh, Minecraft launcher servers would be yep. down. It's supposed to reduce that dramatically. I really hope so. I also like the name Yggdrasil. I had a Love question it. about the launcher. Yeah, go for it. Yes. Does it incorporate like the multiplayer kind of server, how you're able to download that separately to have, you know, just like your own, like you can invite friends into your world? Because that, it, it kind of looks like a server box pops up when I run the launcher. It's very similar to that, actually. And when I was looking through the coding of it, it can open up a, a world of possibilities for server modding as well because the user end is being more streamlined to what the server end is like um, mm -hmm. which is like why they're doing the resource packs and if I had the time I would update the QGN texture pack to have like the soundtrack and everything mm -hmm. in it but I just don't have the time to do that right now honestly I love the new launcher I, it's awesome like immediately right off the bat I noticed that you had no issue going and, and editing your profile which basically you click the button edit profile mm -hmm. it's on the main thing and then you can select what version you want to play that's awesome we've never seen that before on the actual launcher it's awesome that they allowed that because now they're recognizing hey people mod our stuff they need to use a previous version till the mods catch up that's cool that they're recognizing that also one thing i spoke with widget about today uh was i really like the fact that all your chat is stored in that main launcher so mm -hmm. if you miss something, you can come back and read up what everybody's been talking about in chat, so you don't miss anything anymore. Exactly. I'm glad. Okay, show, so uh, that's, that's what that's for then. It kind of stores all, it's just storing data there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering what that was about. Yeah, it, it, it pulls the chat from the server and loops it back into your launcher as a direct connection, so you can see all the... It looks a lot like what I see on my server end. Except for the fact it doesn't show whispers and things like that from everybody else and, and server profiles and server errors and commands and all that kind of crap. Right, yeah. it just shows you what you could possibly have seen in your own chat. Correct. Which is nice. It is. It also shows you when you have personal errors. Oh, good. Alright, uh, now on to gameplay. A few additions, such as status effects. We've already gone over these in previous episodes, but I want to remind you that health boost is now in effect, absorption is now in effect, as, as well as saturation. Commands have now been added for, you know, admins. Slash spread players, which is going to be great for PvP. Slash play sound, which is going to be awesome if we get a... a What's that? What's that thing called? A t uh, resource pack working? We can get that working amazing with that new command. Also, they added a few game rules such as natural regeneration, being able to toggle that on and off, as well as do daylight cycle to toggle on and off daylight. Remember, if you toggle daylight cycle, it'll stop where the sun is in the sky at the moment it's toggled. I gotta, I gotta be honest, guys. I've actually been tempted to turn off natural regeneration. It would add a uh, certain element to the game that I think would be kind of fun. I don't know. People would throw a fit, though. 
They would, but if you look at the fact that the absorption and other effects that can be played into the game now, it might be a way to counterbalance. Like I'm, I'm looking very, very, I'm watching very carefully about how people and players progress through bosses and, and such right now, to kind of get a great feeling of how I need to balance it. Yeah, people who are people would specialize in being healers if we do that, right? Is there a way to just turn it down maybe a little bit, or is it either is it either on or off? It's on or off. Mm. But with like Angel's Bow and things of that nature, we may turn it off when because we have a, a lot of special things that we're kind of working on right now for the Tritus expansion. Um, mm. If they all play out, it'll have to go off for a very valid reason. You guys will understand it, and the actual healer class idea will become a very real thing. Yeah, see, I wouldn't have too much of a problem with it if, you know, healer class or, like, a more healing effect type things, like Angel's Bow or something along that kind of lines, were more, not saying calm, not saying not saying they're common, but we're just more common than they currently are now. Because as they are now, you know, you got the healing arrow, and then if you brew potions, you got those. But that's pretty much your only option. See, one big thing that our server is missing, I'm sorry about going off on tangent right now, Dave, but... Mm-hmm. One thing we're missing is more of a more robust group-based system. Yeah, you can party up, and yeah, you have your skills, but I want it to have more specific-based roles, if you will. So I'm looking at ways to implement that and create that, because rating is going to become a big part, especially when Serene comes out. Oh, yeah. Um, Two things that I haven't gotten to that I'm going to bring up right now, just I'll skip over it later, that may go into doing just that. Uh, we may not need to toggle off regeneration at all. We may already be in a in a state where we need those healers for raids, maybe even small battles, because they added in where hunger, natural health regeneration, now costs hunger points. You can't just be at full hunger or at completely well fed. And then just expect that it's not going to go down and you can just regain all your health. Mm hmm. It's gonna, as you ge- regain health, you're gonna lose hunger. So, unless you're constantly just eating, you're gonna need a healer. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yes. That is true. Another that. thing, uh, which is gonna push healers into being more of a specialized class, status effects have been changed a little bit. The instant health status effect has been nerfed hardcore. It's gone down by 33%. It used to give you. Uh, six hearts, which was half of your health, I believe. Right. Well, just over half. Now it's giving you two hearts Ooh, for instant health wow. at level yeah. one. Now regeneration has been nerfed to now it, it takes 2.5 seconds to restore one half of a heart. Hmm. So Ooh. now healers may be somebody you're definitely going to have to have good at their class, good at what they're doing. Now that's standard regeneration, like regeneration from food. That's regeneration from the effect that you get from a a potion of regeneration. Oh, okay, so it's not like your standard, like, I'm exchanging my food for... I don't believe so, no. Okay. Interesting. Uh, A few more improvements and changes. Um, When you're riding a mount, stuff like you lose your, your the view of your own health. Instead, you see the health of the mount as well as whatever it else is on its heads-up display. We're going to get um, into more detail about mounts here in a minute. 
Yes, we will, big time. Uh, also, you can now exit any mount by sneaking off of it. That includes boats. Oh, cool. Um, the respiration enchant now allows you to see underwater, or at least helps you see underwater better. Oh, that'd be really effective for... Yes, so... Especially when, <laughs> when people are fighting water, General, they're going to need that. Because even with that breath, man, you get lost. Yeah. So being able to see underwater, that's... I'm surprised that was never there before, but I'm glad they implemented it now. They changed uh, mob difficulty. At least the way it works. <clears throat> the regional difficulty now is included where the longer you spend in one area, the harder it becomes over time. I'd expect that most major mod uh, things like Bucket and, and things like that will allow you to toggle this off. I Hopefully. At least that would be something I'd expect to see. Uh, it also scales with things will scale with difficulty, like items, enchants, as well as the AI of your the enemies in the area. Uh, a few extra tooltips have been added for creative inventory uh, for different types of categories of items, as well. Tooltips on swords, pickaxes, shovels, axes, and potions have been added. Not all of them, but for the grand majority, most of them. Cool. Um, let's see. Another final thing here. Creative mode. If you're in creative mode, you can now test your stuff out with a sword and not worry about breaking blocks, which is nice for, for us admins. I want to mention one thing really quick, Dave. The tooltip, yeah. when, when you pull out your sword and it shows like plus 7 of damage with a diamond sword or whatever, plus 8 damage, that's yes. only the base damage. Yes. That doesn't include any other extra stuff we put into the weapon. But uh, I'm really happy about that, You being able to use swords without worry in creative mode now. Can yeah. I get a virtual high-five widget? High-five. Ready? Awesome. Man. Okay. Two uh, high-fives. <laughs> yes, we are dorks. <laughs> and Blocks we... and items. Uh, yeah. A few additions for everybody. Horse <clears throat> armor. Yay! Horse spawn egg. Hay bales. Leads, which can be crafted by using four strings and one slime ball. Makes two leads. Carpets. Name tags. Dave, I got to tell you something. Sorry, was I, I was watching people walking around blocklessness with a, with yeah. cats on leads today. <laughs> that is <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I believe McCarty was one of them. Really? Hmm? McCarty, did you have a pet cat? Yeah, I, uh, I wanted to take it into the rancher's place. And so the doors, they're kind of iffy because they don't activate the pressure plate. So I went to go shoot the the wooden button, and I had cluster bomb on, and I accidentally killed my cat. Nice, beautiful. But yeah, they're fun. They're fun. All right, moving on. Uh, we have carpets and new name tags. These can be found in some dungeon chests. I'm sure that we may be giving these away as admins as well. What name tags? Yeah, they are in the widget loot chest. They're in the widget loot chest. There you go. Um. You can use it by going to an anvil. You can put a name on it. Then you go up to mo the mob you want to name and right-click it, and it names the mob. We need to make sure that these don't affect mobs that we have named, but I don't believe they will. Mm -mm. Also, a few things, such as hardened clay, stained clay, and blocks of coal have well, been added. Is, Dave, if it yes. does change the mob, like a, if they try to change the name of a boss, as soon yeah. as the boss dies, it'll revert back to its original name. Oh, that'll be fine, then. All right. Uh, hardened clay, stained clay, blocks of coal. Those are goodies for me and Joe to play with. Yep. 
I guess blocks of coal are good for y'all because blocks of coal are awesome. That's awesome, dude. Oh, Man, yeah. You just get a stack of block today. of coal, put it in a yeah. furnace, you got unlimited fuel right there. Yeah, I uh, I made a block of coal, and then I was like, I want to try and make some hardened clay. And so I went to go search for clay, cooked it, and then went to go get more and spent forever out in the guild plot. Came back, and it was still burning. <laughs> That's forever. So very useful. Cool. All right. Uh, also included... A few changes to a few items, and these are just the ones that are necessary for me to bring up. First one, golden apples have been changed. Golden apples now require gold ingots instead of gold nuggets to craft. Just the normal golden apples. Golden apples now give regeneration 2 for 10 seconds, and both tiers now give absorption for one minute and 30 seconds. So regular golden apples give regeneration too? Uh, yes, that's what it says. Oh, we gotta change the prices of golden apples. Yes, I guess golden I can apples see... need to be changed again. I guess it makes sense why they made it harder to make them then. Yeah, I was, I was, I was kind of like upset because I was like, they're going to be exactly the same, but now that's going to take ingots. No, but they're they, be better. Yeah, if they grant all that, then um, hey, I'm not even mad. Why aren't we on top of these things? Dave, we gotta change those prices. Oh, All right, it's Dan's fault. Dan's fault. Got it. Yeah. That wasn't my fault. I've you done nothing quiet. wrong. <laughs> uh, glistening melons now require eight gold nuggets. So that's new. Also, they fix lava. Lava now decays properly, as you'd expect from water. Finally! Oh my God! It's been what I two know. years. I'm so happy about that. That is like the biggest thing. If we had to say there's only one change in this expansion worth noting, this That's is it. it. Lava decays right now. Oh. Like, that almost brought me to tears when I saw that. Finally, that makes life so much easier. Yeah, see, look at that. People are buying golden apples like mad on the server right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Smart. Give you, you guys know credit. What? Give you guys credit. If anything, that's going to uh, remove money from the economy, so do it. I'll pay somebody a hundred emons when I get on the server if they buy me a hundred emons worth right now. So, two apples? No, they're, the regular golden apples are 20 emons each, dude. Oh, they are? Oof. Mm -hmm. I gotta yeah, change the price on those. Alright, a uh, few mobs have been added, such as horses, donkeys, mules, skeleton, and zombie horses. That's right. Improvements and changes. All mobs, they now spawn in groups again. So, you won't find just one weird mob just nice. hanging out. It'll be in groups. <laughs> I had the weirdest thought in my head. Well, I just pictured like a, uh, next to a red brick wall, zombies and skeletons and creepers all spawning next to each other, hanging out with like red bandanas on, spray painting the wall. Are, are you taking this as... Mobs now spawn in clicks again. <laughs> and, no, <laughs> not clicks. Gangs. Oh my the god. Gangs. I get. I. I. I am. I'm imagining the same thing in my head right now too. <laughs> yeah, people in chat are saying Laura tab, and I think I'm gonna go ahead and agree. Hey, hey, hey! Watch it. All right, moving on. <laughs> also, zombies now have a small chance to spawn additional zombies. When damaged or not being looked at. Totally. Also, on zombies. <laughs> spiders now have a chance to spawn with potion effects. Oh, man. Wait, what? Yeah, the some, spiders weren't bad enough to begin There's going to be some bosses on the server that got hard. Yeah, they do. Oh, this is going to be nice. Wait, so. Oh, my they, God, especially Earth. They randomly spawn? 
just like with random yeah when they spawn they get a random effect sometimes can you imagine fighting earth general oh man yeah cause each fight could be different because they're gonna have different effects and stuff oh man yep. you're not gonna know what to what to what to prepare for cause it could be anything world generation they changed a few things such as deserts no longer contain water lakes and the nether they added chest generation in nether fortresses ooh goodies do we have any idea what those chests will contain yet no no instant death I'll have to go (laughs) check that out on the single player world there's just full more chests and that's that's all the new changes that have come out in 1.6.1. And they're already getting ready for 1.6.2. Yeah, they are. You want me to go ahead and get into that? Zombies and zombie pigmen now have a chance to spawn as babies. Rock. Yes. Tiny baby zombies everywhere. It's they but that's been in the code for forever. I know they're finally doing it. That's awesome. That's why we able to have like zombie baby bosses in the game. Yep. And another neat thing Horses will now remember who it is that tamed them so that people can't steal your horses. Nice. We're going to get into the whole horse thing that Dave has planned in a little bit, but first, it's time for some server stuff, guys, and our play. Um, like I said, I updated the, one, the server to 1.6. Expect lag spikes. It's going to occur. I apologize, but that's just the reality of it. That will get cleaned up over the weeks to come. But we are at 1.6, and it was the smoothest update yet. And I am so happy knocking on wood. Ah, I love it. Anyway, so there's been this great trophy race going on on the server right now. Between like three to four players at least. And who have upwards of 40 to 50 trophies currently. And they've already been asking me, okay, what do I get? It better be worth it. You should give me this and give me this. Well, I already have it planned. What you're going to get for collecting all the trophies in New Ant Knock. Trust me. It's worth it. So don't worry about it. You'll get your goodies. But you have to have... Okay, since everyone's on this trophy race, here are my requirements. I need all trophies in a chest, or two, or three. It'll probably take three or four chests. I have to be able to verify that they are all yours. All right? So, and only one person gets the reward. That's it. So even if a guildie's helped you collect it, um, it still counts as only yours. All 64 trophies have to be there. All right? No duplications, just the trophies. You know, to make life easier, we already have the list up on the site. If they were in the order as we see on that list, life would be grand. Oh, yeah. It would smooth the process over pretty quick. Mm. So, yeah, man, the great trophy race. People are really hammering out there. They want to kill missive and stuff like that just to get those trophies. I wish them the best of luck. You guys are doing fantastic. Uh, so for plans for Tritus, like I was kind of hinting at earlier, was I am looking at doing stuff like more of a healer-specific based system and more of a tank-based system to add a little bit more viability to groups. So people who would be able to take more of a damage focus or retru- or heal focus. How this is going to play out, I'm not going to say yet because I'm not 100% currently. I may be looking into adding magic effects for players. Yeah, a little bit of spell casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ever need help, if you ever need help, test having someone test tanks and whatnot, I would 
like to volunteer because that's usually one of my favorite kind of builds. Cool. So we'll, that's one of the things we're looking into. I'm trying to get more of a dynamic system for players. I know we have a lot going on, but you know what? I want more. <laughs> Just so <laughs> you, you want guys it know, all? The, the bosses in Tritus are going to be a little bit more difficult than Commodus. Um, there's going to be a lot more focus on the group environment. Most of the bosses are going to be built between for three to five people. The last boss will be built for closer to ten-ish. We want more people on the server, guys. More and more. You are f- feel free to vi- to record the server at any time. Do your let's plays. Do whatever you want. Trailers. I don't care. Do it to it. Just all we ask is you give us credit that it's a Quest Gaming Network server or a Minecraft off record server, and put a link to our guild launch page or our Minecraft OffTheRecord.com site in the video description. Other than that, knock yourself out. You may even use the server IP address however you see fit. Alright, guys. Um, so that's it. You guys have our official permission. Do it to it, and we would like to see it. If you do videos or whatever, send us a link in an email. We would love to watch it, and uh, it just gets me all giddy when I see that kind of stuff. Alright, so what else does not get into... That's all I'm going to really say about that on the, on Trius stuff. Is expect more dragon loot to occur in the Trius expansion. Oh, um, yeah. we got to sit down and figure that out. Don't yeah, we? we'll get into that later. Um, when it comes to the Trius expansion, the temple from War Wizard is now in the one of the zones. It's in the uh, the Lost City. It's put in there. And i got to get War Wizard in there, and we're going to set up the bosses and get that thing hashed out. Uh, Comax's build is in the game in the underwater world zone so I need him again to go through it and help me out to figure out what to do um, I have not put yours in yet Aaron yours is going to go into the um, itchy foot uh, so many bug bites from 4th of July the Cretan tunnels that's where it's going to be at so when I get that started and get that build I'm going to put yours in there McCarty and I'm going to get you over there to help me design and pull it together Sounds good. All right, guys. Let me see here. Widget Loot now has horses, or horse spawn eggs, I should say. Me and Dave, I got to be honest, guys. Me and Dave are looking into ways of turning off natural spawning horses. The reason is we want them to be a little bit more rare. So they're they're more of a, a prize and valuable. Um, so right now, widget loot, the Widget Loot table, loot chest, now has spawn horse spawn eggs. It has saddles. It has horse armor, both all of the diamond arm, the diamond, the gold, and the diamond horse armor, and it has name tags. Uh, the leashes or leads, you can just do it yourself. All right, so there's some. Um, I'm sorry, I got caught reading the the chat and the server. People have got some good ideas in there. All right, so the next thing on my list here, the widget challenge fields are now open. I spent all day yesterday and a lot of today building a w- widget challenge field. So if you're in Blocklessness, which is a spawn village, there is a the admin arena. There's a sign that leads it. There's like a bridge that goes over a little hill near the shops. You take that path down, there's a, the admin arena. Right next to that is the widget challenge fields. And guys, I have been having so much fun doing these with you guys. It's unreal. They are Likewise. so much fun. And I'm going to let Aaron and Dave talk about them in here in a second. But what it is is an area where I built several challenges. And what we do is we do it by a bracket system. What that is, is we'll put two two people against each other. The winner moves on. The loser is out. Once all the, the first round is done, all the winners go head-to-head. And we narrow it down so there's only two left. And the winner of that last match 
gets the widget loot chest. It's been exciting. We have some new players that have been trying it and been doing very well. Uh, what's his name? One of the new guys today, he was new yesterday, did it last night and did it today. I can't think of his name. What was his name? It Dakota? Was Dakota. Something Sword. Something Dakota Sword. Sword. Yeah. yeah. Dakota, yeah. Dakota, Dakota Sword. Sword. He did a fantastic job. I was very, very impressed. I was kind of rooting for him to win sometimes. I wanted to see the guy win. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, he had, like, when, okay, we have different ones. Like, the one we have is a parkour race. So I took the idea that Mibs had for the parkour race from the parkour park, and I redesigned it to be easier. So it's more of a race, less of a massive parkour challenge. You don't die. I don't want people to die and get depressed. I want people to just race right through it, you know? With a small chance that they might fall off here and there. It gets really exciting watching it, watching people just get so close and just fall off right at the end and the other person who's lagging behind comes that back up and wins with a like a last second win. Very, very exciting. Oh yeah, I got a story <laughs> about that challenge right there. We'll do it in a second. The other one is a race. When the doors open up, you take off, you get a speed boost. For 20 seconds, the speed boost 10, and you zip right through this this obstacle course. Let then, as soon as you go through a tripwire, it lights up a light saying, "This person is lane one." We had so many photo finishes. I mean, literally, it was a half a second to a second apart at the most. And people like get stuck on the last wall, and then someone zips right by them and goes in for the win. It was crazy. We have a one v one arena, so we do one versus one PVP. However, that's the only PvP challenge I'm going to include because G PvP is kind of an in unbalanced situation right now on the server because of gear. Some people have this amazing gear and they're pretty much unbeatable. So, we're kind of... that's the only PvP I'm going to really do. Bangor has an archery challenge he's working on right now that's really, really awesome. I can't wait to get that in there and start doing that. I uh, took Mibs' Player Wars... Oh, yeah. And I put it in my area, just a slight redesign to make it work for what we're doing. So it's a team-based challenge, and you go up on these platforms from each other, and you shoot these buttons above your opponent's head. If you hit two buttons, it'll, it'll, a platform will push out, and if you are in front of it, you'll get pushed off the ledge, and you're, you're done. So once all your, the opposite team is off the ledge, you win. Okay, Joe, Sorry. I think I might have a solution to that whole unbalanced PvP thing. There is no solution. I've been looking. Well, Even an arm's not a solution. I was thinking that maybe you could do a loot chest at the beginning to that no, uh, arena. No. One that thing I'm not going to do with loot. Armor. One thing I'm Everything. not going to do is give players extra loot just for doing challenges. No. Because you guys can break that down and use it for extra iron. No. Not going to happen. Um... But thanks, Dan. But like I said, there's no avenue right now. Uh, let me see here. Oh, yeah. And I did a new one called the Jump Challenge, the Jump Race. So it's uh, jump pads. And it actually went over really, really smooth. I was pretty impressed. Dan had the, had the record run for the fastest run up that thing. And then proceeded to lose the very next race. Oh, good. <laughs> but it was impressive. All right, Dan, Aaron, what do you guys think of the challenges, man? I have so many stories to tell. It's not even funny. I love them to death, and I'm getting yeah, they're really fun. I'm getting pretty good at the non-combat based challenges, so it's it's really fun. Yeah, I would be doing so much better, but Chiz always takes my. I th I like the right hand lane, and she always takes the right hand lane. So after my go against her, she takes my right hand lane, and she kills me. If you notice, I always lost when I was going up against her. And she took the right-hand lane. You know that the lanes are the exact same. 
I know what, it's what, it's like a, it's on, like a lucky lucky pants and stuff. So They're not lady. exactly the same because Nicardia uh, had to find a difference to cry about. <laughs> exactly, a lucky coin. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite lucky pocket. You have another yeah. pocket on the other side, but that was not as lucky. You can't you can't lie with results. <laughs> but um, didn't you win a, one of the events, Aaron? No, I won um, some of the events that you did with the widget challenge before you made the uh, widget arena area. Mm. The widget fields. <laughs> um, I, I, what was it? Wednesday? Tuesday, Wednesday, when we had just the standard ones. I won the race from the admin arena to Desert Row. Oh, yeah, yeah, because most people got disqualified. Yeah, because they slash killed. Cheaters. Um, and then I won a uh, trivia question as well. I still do the trivia questions periodically, just give extra chance for more people. But I wanted to build the widget challenge area to streamline it. So we just all are all there. There's a winner's circle. It makes life easier for me. Oh, yeah. You don't have to be like, well, how can I use this area to my advantage for the challenge? You got everything that you need. Bam. Right there. Mm-hmm. But, so, yeah, no, I like them. I mean, they're pretty fun. The archery one, I like that one. Yeah, I like to think that me and you did a really good job on that. What happened that one round? Like, I knocked everybody off, but then, like, we had to restart. Yeah, that was because uh, we had a false start. Because Dan was an idiot. Every single time, like, I would always say, in chat, go. And Dan just screamed out in the middle of, of mumble, go, before I said anything. Why? Why would you do that? Well, I I saw them drawing the bows, so I thought they were about ready to go as well. So yeah, again, that doesn't help your case there, Dan. <laughs> All right, so you guys have stories. Tell me about them. Uh, well, okay. Let's start with the. Let's start. Let's just start with the order that we played them in. All right. So that would be the jump race, if if I remember correctly, Joe. That was today's first one. Yeah. Yes. So the jump race. That one was fun. I did that one first round I won and second round I fell off. It's it's all about timing and making sure you don't over or under jump. And if you if you can get that rhythm down, you're like Dan, you must have gotten it down pretty well because I mean you flew through it that one time. Yeah, I don't I don't remember who he was against, but he beat the snot out of him. It was boink 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 done. <laughs> Dan won. <laughs> yeah, you blew up that. I want to do that again to redeem myself because that was too much fun. Too much fun. Yeah, no, that I like that one. And then I like the end. You you added something. I remember you and Mibs talking about something at the very end. Oh, yeah, yeah. We put it to where it automatically announces the winner. See, I like that. So it's like gate one or gate two, or does it say the actual name? It says the name. Oh, wow. So, how? Whoa. I don't know how you manage that. That's cool, though. I like that. <laughs> so, as soon as you hit that pad, it says your name won, and then you move on. And, like, it's the same thing for the uh, parkour race. When you get on that the, the pad up there and you trigger it, it says you move on to the next round. Okay. So, all right. I got it now. Mm-hmm. I thought you were the one typing all that up all the time. Um, when before I programmed in, I was typing it, yes. Okay. So, now, but now you got it. Like you said, streamlined and automated. Mm-hmm. The only one now, I can't that- streamline is the the foot race mm-hmm. because it's so tight of a game that it would spam it. I'm still thinking about doing it, 
I might still like so and so cross the finish line. That way, I can see exactly who got first without having to yeah. guess. So, yeah, I think I'm actually going to do that. Good idea, McCarty. Thank you. Because it seemed like on that one, there was quite a few photo finishes. There was several. Yeah, so I mean, that would just clarify. It. No one can argue, be refute it, be like, "Hey, no, I was there." Look at the chat; it doesn't lie. But yeah, no, I I, I like the area, and I'm sure that. There will be expansions onto that as well. There usually yeah. is. So I'm looking forward to what other challenges may appear in the future. Working on more challenges all the time on that. Um, it might become a pretty big area. Who knows? Because people seem to really be enjoying it. Dan, Widget well, Land. <laughs> yeah, really. What are your uh, your stories you want to talk about? Well, with the jumping puzzle, like I said, I had so much fun. The first time I did it, I fell like four or five times, and I sucked. But I, I, uh, when you started add, adding that extra block at the beginning of each uh, jump, that's when I started getting it down because I was just having trouble landing on the platforms. So once you added that, I was just boom, 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 done. And until the last one where I slipped up, jumped a little too early, and fell. That's where my opponent beat me. Yep. Knocked you out. Anything else, guys? Well, um, when's the next challenge? Because I wanna, I wanna take on some people again. I know I might do another Deep one tonight. Honor. I might do another one tonight after the show, honestly. Because I was having so much fun with them. But I'll, I'll announce it on Twitter. Yeah, so that's I mean, why I saw, I saw you announce it on Twitter, and I was like, I'm good on right now. I always, I always announce it on Twitter at least 20 minutes prior to when I do it. So you know what? I'm gonna do it tonight after I get done editing and everything like that. So you guys have time to go mess around on the build off and everything. Yeah. So I'll do another one tonight. Uh, Dan, anything else? I would just like to say that a lot of people really get into that parkour race. I know me and Mara, every time that we go up to that, because whenever you announce this, everybody hops and then mumbles so they can uh, just talk, talk to everybody as they're doing this. But with that parkour race, uh, I got this from Mara. She, this is her idea. I'm not claiming this, but every time that I go up against somebody, I mute everything. So it's just me in the race in pure focus. And it let me tell you all, everybody, it helps so, so much. I was just well, yeah, able especially to go, since I yell. Ha, 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 done. Yeah, I mean, I yell at people, like not like angrily. I'm just like, don't miss, jump, jump, no, go, no. I try and psych them out, but... I guess if you're muted, I can't really do that to you. Uh, <laughs> nope. Now, the the story that I have is the second race, the semi-final race, got me so dang mad. Okay. I, I went into this, and went right from the gate, I fell down. Right off the gate. So I'm, I'm already, okay, crud, I'm going to lose this. Then I see my opponent, Chisbits. She fell off too. I'm like, yes, I could do this. So I went back up the ladder. I did it all perfectly with Chisbis lagging behind until I got to the very last jump. The easy the one. The very last jump. And I fell. And she just overtook me and finished it. I was so stinking mad at that. It's all about speed and accuracy with that one. <laughs> Shizbase rocked it out. She uh she did good. She was one of the opponents to beat during But so far right now, out of the two last two days, 
on the new park, Nameless Noob has the most wins. With uh, Hataku Maru, Mara, uh, good old Mara, in second place behind him. Oh, I just had an idea. For the speed race, you should have blindness. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, I might do something with that, actually. That's a good idea. All right, guys, moving on. Me and Dave talked about this today, and I've been thinking about this for a long time now. With the survival server being down, because we don't have a good enough physical server to really have another server up, what we decided to do is we've built something called the Survival Lands that are now in-game. The Survival Lands are 3,000 meter radius free build area. 3,000 meters. That is bigger than most one-player worlds that you'll, that you'll see. It is a free build, so PvP is there. We won't jump on anyone's case for doing PvP there. We will not enforce griefing. We, we encourage and ask people not to. If we physically catch someone purposely destroying something for the heck of destroying something, the admins will have a talk with you. We are not going to investigate griefing claims. Sorry. Don't even ask. Don't even bring it up. I don't even want to see hear you cry about it. You go to survival lands, you're playing a survival Minecraft. Plain and simple. So people who want to play survival Minecraft, this is now a place for you to go and do just that. While being able to talk and spend time with everybody else. It's actually very simple to get to. All you do is you complete the beginner quest right there in Blocklessness. So pretty much anyone who comes to the server will do that anyway. And it's 200 emons to teleport there. That's it. And you're there. So all you gotta do is do the beginning quest, play 200 emons to the new Antinoch Star Master, which is right there out of Blocklessness. The quest is active right now. Any questions, guys? I need... I need to win those widget challenges tonight because I need money to go there. I want to see. Uh, the reason it's 200 emails is for uh, quite a few reasons. Um, for one, a new player can get in there, and if they want to do just do survival, they'll have to play the RPG a little bit to get that money, but they're not going to really leave that area if they're planning on just doing survival. So that's one of the big reasons for it. That and the economy is increasing. So 200 emails is becoming more of a chump change than it is a lot of money now. <laughs> I think I find myself more broke than usual. And, well, now that you've added some of those, especially with the widget challenges, those help. I like that chest. <laughs> uh, War Wizards asking if luxury player plots are going to be coming. Player plots are becoming a thing of the past. Because we have free lands, we have bad lands, which I'm going to be resetting bad lands soon. We have the forbidden lands, and now the survival lands. That equals to over 4,500 square meters of build land. Which is massive amount. Anything else, guys? Nope, I'm good. The main, another big reason for the survival lands is they are an ideal place for horse use. Yes. And there's a chance we will be adding on to the survival lands as if space is required. But that's going to take a very long time. It will support three to 400 players easily. So... Not a big yeah, issue. Yeah, plenty of room. Yeah. Now, one thing I want to go over really quick with you guys is what to do when you first log into the RPG server. We're getting more and more new players. When you log in, you'll be you'll be put right in the center of Blocklessness, which is a spawn village. It's a starter village. When you get there, you'll be right next to a NPC that has a chest next to him and a glowing, a glowstone cross. Underneath that glowstone cross is a bunch of helpful books. You open that chest, you take those books, and you read them. 
are your help guys to the server guys. And you can if you right click on the NPC right next to you, he will offer you a quest. You take that quest. And if you read carefully read what the NPCs have to say cuz they're teaching you about the server. Once you get done with that, you'll have a full set of iron gear. You'll have plenty of emins to get you started and know where to go. Um, in the beginning, it's a good idea just to start killing bosses. There's not there's not very many quests at all within um, New Antinoch. Only when you get to Commodus is there a lot of quests. But in New Antinoch, it's about the boss killing and looking for the loot chests. Loot chests are hidden all throughout the world, guys. You go through them, you look for them, you get random enchanted awesomeness and gear and goodies. You can go to Badlands when you find it, and you can mine there. Things of that nature. So that's what I recommend first. You can start your trophy collection by killing Bully Bob. Um, as a matter of fact, that NPC that you first see called Guide, he has a quest to kill Bully Bob, and it gives you 1,040 or 1,080 XP in acrobatics. See, you cannot level acrobatics until you get level 1. That's when you're able to start dodging. So you need to kill Bully Bob. He might take you a little bit of time, all right? He spawns every 20 minutes, so he's up there quite often. As soon as you kill him and you get the rewards, it will automatically level you to level 1 acrobatics. So there you go. Also, Bully Bob can drop some goodies that you can use in the server. Alrighty, and explores. Exploring is the big thing. There are many, many ways outside of blocklessness. I get tired of people saying, I don't know where to go, I can't find my way out of this town. Are you kidding me? Just walk along the wall, you'll find 15 different ways out. Um, and that's it, guys. Uh, Alright, so, any you guys want to add anything to that little RPG server helper? Nope. Well, a lot of people ask where Bully Bob is. I just like to say he's not that hard to miss. Just uh, look for him. Uh, if you go out of the main spawn... The NPC that you get the quest from, fence. Daniel? And we see you get the quest from the Kill Bully Bob, tells you he's in the schoolyard. Yeah, well, people also ask where the schoolyard is. Well, that's another thing. If it's an adventure server, if you can't find where to go, wandering is not a bad idea. Exactly, Dan. Dave, how was your week, man? Um, well, it was a good week. For a little time that I got on, I actually got a lot done. Uh, first up for this week is I, I worked on my whale. Um, if y'all remember from last week, I was having a whale of a time with him, but um, yeah, it's going to be one of those days. It's going to be a bunch of bad puns just in a row. Get ready for them. Um, so here's my whale of a tale of working on him. Uh, first, I got my redstone and I got my day-night sensors to work. So now, uh, after entering the whale's mouth, one direction's open during the day, the other direction's open during the night. So that's awesome. I love that. That that there are two different ways to traverse this this one area. So now I'm going to put probably a, uh, two different stomachs for people to go into. One of them will be dry. The other one will be kind of like almost halfway underwater. So now I got to now that I have that done. I have all the exterior of the 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 whale worked on. It's all done in stone though. But now that we've updated to 1.6, I'm thinking I'm going to probably use the light blue hardened clay. I think that would look a lot better. I think Make that them, would look really good. It actually makes it more look that. like a, a gray well. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. 
Um, but for the most part, I just have to finish up working on the inside because the the exterior's done. I can use World Edit and change that in no time. That'd be easy. The problem is, it, it really is going to boil down to uh, for over this next week or so. I'm going to have to just work in his belly. That's going to be fun. And then yeah. once you get that done, we can move him over to his home. Yep. Just copy and paste him. Um, one other thing. What's up? No, he doesn't have a name. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, he doesn't have a name because somebody on the server named him Pierre and put a little sign out in front of him. I even live-streamed it. I found it while I was live-streaming. I found it and brought today's attention. It was quite hilarious. It's He's not Pierre, darn it! He's a whale! Whales don't have names! Maybe... But that's not really a name! Pierre, <laughs> uh, really? Really, Mibs? Uh, anything else, Dave? We gotta keep the show moving. Yeah, we got a lot yes, to talk yes, about. Yes, yes, yes. One last thing is... Um, I tested out Mibs' uh, PvP shooter area that you, you brought over from the other server. Right. Um, him and I went at, went at it one-on-one. It, it, on one. I didn't bring it over from the other server. It's on that server. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. Well, you brought it over either way. Mm-hmm. So, I tested it out. Uh, Mibs almost had me, dude. He, yeah, it was we cool. both went at it. He got one of the little things to push forward. I was on the edge, the corner, ready to fall off into the water. Man, I was sweating BBs, and I shot over to the other side and pushed him off into the water. It was great. Honestly, I gotta be—I gotta be honest here. It was actually that's Evil Squirrel's design. Mibs built it. Ah, okay. Well, it was a, it was a twofer for that one, dude. I like that one. That was pretty neat. Yeah. So I like all that area. That's that's really good work. Oh, thank you. I'm having a blast with it. If you guys have any ideas for challenges, email us in. I want to hear them there. Definitely. Dan. But that's yeah. that's all I've done. Okay, okay. Anything okay. else, Dave? Anything else, Dave? Well, I kind of... I, I wanted to scratch myself. That's... I just wondered if it was okay. Go ahead, scratch yourself all you want. Dan, your turn. Okay. Well, this week in game, I... I have been struggling on the design choices for my mage college a lot until I finally decided that the one that I'm doing in the guild plot is going to be a network of underground rooms and passageways, and it's just going to be lit with glowstone and other cool lighting and effects. It's going to look really cool, despite being mostly underground. Quick question about that. Is the floating roof part of the college? Because I was walking in there and I just see this roof floating in the air over where your tower used to be. Oh, uh, I forgot to take it da- take that down. Uh, that was part of my tower. I gotta get rid of it eventually. Okay, yeah, I didn't know if it was like some enchanted roof or something like that that's supposed to be floating now. I was like, what is he up to now? I'm a wizard. You can never really be sure what I'm up to. Dan, you're not a wizard. You're a noob. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, well, I also defeated the Hammer of the Southern Stars for the first time ever. Me, War Wizard, and I believe Chiz, Chizbits went with us, but we defeated the Hammer of the Seven Stars. 
a couple days after last week's show. And once we were done with that, we also went on the Reaper. And I defeated him and his entire castle for the second time. Wait, so you defeated Reaper two times, but you just now defeated the Hammer of the Seven Stars? (laughs) Well, the Hammer of the Seven Stars was incredibly hard for me to solo. Incredibly hard. I'm just surprised because, like, everyone loves to, like, go there because they, they want that hammer so bad that they just – I'm I, I that's probably one of the areas that has the least amount of uptime for the bosses. And yet, it's, Aaron, there are three better axes that drop off of bosses in the Comatis area. Yeah. Well, I mean, before Comatis, at least, yeah. it was, like, just – and a lot of people still like it just because they like the trophy. And I, or not the trophy, but the the weapon. And maybe they just kind of like having a collection of weapons. I see a lot of people have too. Yeah, like definitely. Yeah. Boss weapon collection. Almost kind of, They're almost like trophies themselves. Well, yeah. You can only get them from those bosses. And if you think about it, there's, boss, there's weapons in the game that you'll never see again. That are like uh, limited editions. But that's what I did. Awesome. I didn't really get a lot of game time in. Did you get any goodies from doing those? Uh, I I almost had Reaper's Trophy. Uh, we rolled once, and I I supposedly beat the guy in the roll, but he wasn't there. So we couldn't really ver- verify what the roll was. So we re-rolled, and he took it. So I, ha- I had it in my hand, on, of- on my head, Dan. for a brief moment. That kind of crap is why we have the random loot built into the party system now. So that's not disputable. Yeah, you know what? For people who don't want to use it, and if you get you lose out, that's on you. You oh, know, we've I, done I all that we can about trying to help people not lose out on loot. I wasn't complaining. I'm just saying that he he took it from me. So, well, Aaron, some people don't on. because they believe that the random isn't very random. They think it randomly assigns it to one person. <laughs> All the loot, but I, I think not. it's just random. Like the honest, one person get everything, or it could be evenly distributed. The, right? That's the, how random yeah. it is. The code in the background is a random base roll based on the number of people. So if you have four people in your party and you're within mm-hmm. a 500 meter radius of where the loot dropped, you are, your name is put as assigned a number. Once your you're, once your name is assigned a number, it automatically instantly rolls if you will, a dice between 1 and 10 or 1 and 4, depending on the number of people. And whoever, whatever number it lands on, it automatically goes to that person's loot table. So if you pick it up and you get like 3 of the 4 things in there, you legitimately won the roll 3 out of 4 times. Oh, so it rolls for each item. Each item. Even okay. basic loot that drops off of regular enemies is the same thing. Yeah, I see. It's just the luck of the draw. It's 100% fair. Guaranteed. Aaron, how was your week, man? My week was good. Uh, I, we'll probably get into the hardcore stuff later, so I'll save that if need be. We've already talked about the widget challenges, but 1.6... Wow, we actually have, I think I've talked about a lot of the stuff because I already said I made leashes and was <laughs> leading cats around. I also hung one of Dave's red sheep. Uh, that's a different story. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> I was doing that too where you can hang things. <laughs> on leashes. You kept oh, bouncing. This... <laughs> um, I was thinking that maybe out in Forbidden Lands or anywhere, really, we should make, like, a western town, have hitched animals and whatnot. 
It'd be kind of a cool thing to add. <laughs> yeah, well, do you have the survival lands for it? Yeah, now even with the survival lands, especially if we can get some horses in there, make a... I, when I wrote this, I didn't even know about the survival lands. So yeah, no, definitely. Survival lands, go out there, have a big group build, have a big old western town. My big get worry... horses and... That would be awesome, actually. I love that kind of stuff. My big worry about doing this kind of survival open land in the past was I didn't want it to take away from what happened on the old RPG server. The old mm-hmm. RPG server, we spent multiple hours building this content, and hardly anyone ever played it. All they did was just build and play normal Minecraft. So we didn't want to do that because we wanted people to be immersed in the story and understand that once they started doing it, we knew they'd get hooked and they would love it. So that's why we did it. But now it's more like, okay, we understand that people are enjoying the RPG server. They know what it is now. They're playing it. They're getting into it. Let's let them play all of Minecraft on the same spot, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, I enjoyed playing with, like, all the people I do. And, yeah, we have Mumble to communicate as well. But not everyone has Mumble or will like, be able to talk through it. But also is because sometimes I really want to go on boss kills. And sometimes I just have, like, a building crave, you know, sort of minecraft roots so i'm glad that it's all kind of put together so however i'm feeling that day i can do it all on the same server yeah that's that was the intent you know we want the server to be a one a one stop a one top one stop shop for everybody you know yeah and i'm glad and i'm glad that's how it is now it's uh the walmart things if any if the badlands and the forbidden lands have proved anything it's that people like to dig they came to dig (laughs) they came to (laughs) dig 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 so what else you got man well, I kind of started my own little Manhattan project in my underground bunker on the guild plot. I was just getting as much sand as possible and all the gunpowder I have, and I just kept making TNT, 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 and then I was like, I'm a little bored. So I shot a nuke off down there, did three hearts of damage to me. Don't know how I survived that. <laughs> so I was like, I have become a god, and then I proceeded to you will be under investigation for uh, cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was like maybe I have a huge blast protection, but all it has blast protection one. I'm like, and I was debating whether I should even say it on the show or not because I have a feeling that if people see me out in the wild now, they're just going to shoot me with nukes to see if it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be walking. I'm going to be like, boom, Cardi was blown to bits again. But other than that, it's. A lot of the stuff, some of the stuff I have to say is hardcore, and a lot of the stuff I've said already. I mean, it's been kind of integrated integrated with everything else we've done this week with the new updates uh, the, and the widget challenges. Those are fun. So, I mean, until we get to hardcore, that's pretty much it for my week. Awesome. Well, we're going to get through these next points pretty quick. We're, we're already going pretty good on the show. Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to find one in particular thing that was on my desktop I had prepared and suddenly is missing. Oh, there it is. All right, so we've got some emails to get into. Emails. Back up. We love emails. And the first one comes in to us from DarkShadow543. Dan, would you like to read this one? Sure thing. Let me just find it real quick. Could I read email number two? <laughs> All right. Email number one from Dark Shadow. It says, Hi, Dark Shadow 543 here. I just finished catching up on your episodes on my long vacation. Your show is amazing. For the build off, I thought maybe it could be the horse barn since 1.6 came out. So, seriously, 
Dark Shadow, 543. Honestly, Dark Shadow, not a bad idea. However, a horse barn is kind of a too small of a thing for a build-off. you got to remember, the build-off is a one-week event in creative mode. So you have a lot of time and a lot of possibilities. We want to go bigger and badder, you know? We want to do big things. So I put this email in because I would love it if you guys send in your ideas for future build-offs. Unfortunately, your idea, Dark Shadow, is, is a little bit too small for a build-off, but love it anyway, buddy. That's a good idea for 1.6. A for effort. A for effort. Uh, anything else, Dave? All right, so this next one is actually a voice email from Mara, so I'm going to go ahead and just play it. Hello there, Minecraft Off the Record. I'm Mara, Hi. and I just wanted to share how I died in hardcore this week. So we had just finished construction on a barn to contain all of our horses that we got from the new update and I went AFK to get something to eat. Unfortunately, I didn't disconnect when I went AFK. So of course you can imagine when I came back with my chips in my hand and saw the death screen, I was a little bit shocked. I just sat down and I got on Mumble and I heard, and I just said, uh, what happened? And everyone chuckled and explained that a zombie had killed me while I was trying to get something to eat. Nameless says he tried to save me, but I don't really believe him. However, when my stuff dropped, the zombie equipped all of my enchanted iron armor and equipped my enchanted sword and then turned to Nameless and started beating on him. Of course, he uh, managed to kill him and got my loot. So yeah, that's how I died in hardcore this week, because I went AFK to get chips. So death by chips means Mara is our hardcore hero of the week. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, could you imagine all your hard-earned gear on a zombie? After you die, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but that's worse than my death by death by starvation while holding food. No, it isn't. No, it's not. Dan, you've got the worst death possible, the funniest death, I mean. But still, Mara. So we want every time we do a hardcore guys, send in your emails of how you died, whether it be a voice email like Mara just did, just MP3, or write write to us over the email, or just send us a, a letter over via email. We want to hear and and read about on the air how you died or how you survived our last email comes in to us from gaggers dan or um aaron this is all you all right hey guys i'm a n00b at new antinoc and my friend and i thought let's go kill painted cow so we did but after we killed Painted Cow, we saw the diamonds and other stuff he dropped, so I went to go get it, and boom! The two creepers he spawned came around the corner and blew it all up. Also, I didn't know that shift-clicking a sign will buy all the items, so I ended up spending 485 emons on bread. I now have seven stacks. <laughs> Just thought I would share this story with you, and you might have to read it on the show. Thanks, gaggers. Well, <laughs> Sorry. I, oh, <laughs> that was kind of funny. My God. I had to put I'm, this in here. I already responded to Gaggers in the fact that uh, I told him we don't refund his money and we don't refund e items that might have happened because he's kind of going for that. But let me let you guys know that there are some bosses who spawn creepers, so part of this challenge is to keep the creepers away when the boss is getting low. 
got to be mm-hmm. careful. With Painted Cow, once he gets really low, usually around 30 or so health, I start doing it with my bow. That way, if creepers do spawn, I can finish them off before they blow up everything. Same thing applies for bosses that have lava near them or fire, because that they will destroy those items. Like, for instance, the uh, General Titus. Yeah. Keep him out of Very lava. So. Fire General. Yeah, yep, Fire General, fire definitely. General. So, you guys have anything else on this? That was kind of funny. Yeah, no, I... Obviously, I thought it was kind of funny. Almost cracked up near too bad... Ah, almost cracked up pretty badly there near the end, but... Wow, 485 emons on bread. You will never go hungry again. Just be happy with that. I'm sure I've spent 485 emons on bread the entire time I've played. So, man, stock it up. Nuclear winter. Let's I'm looking at a way to fix this problem to where it'll only do one stack at a time and not everything all at once. So when you left-click, like shift left-click on a sign, it'll only buy one stack. Or shift right-click will only sell one stack mm-hmm. at a time. So, And that was, all in, that was all thanks to Gaggers bringing this to my attention. I mean, I knew it was possible, but I didn't really think it was that big of a deal. So, Gaggers, great email. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, so, Dave. Yep. We have a little bit of a of segment called Horses with Dave. Yes. Sit down, relax, and welcome to Horses with Dave. I have segmented this section into three digestible bites. The first section I would like to bring up is titled Say Nay to Horses. Boom. Okay. Um, <laughs> there are, real quick, I wanted to bring up that there are 35 different breeds of horses. So there's, there's many different combinations you can find. Seven different base colors as well as five different marking styles on each horse. So you'll get one color and one marking and there's many different combinations in between. There's one breed of donkey, and if you breed a donkey with a horse, you'll get a mule. Mules are a little bit bigger than donkeys. They're also like an orangish red color. They're kind of neat. Anyway, uh, now that we have that all out of the way, I want to bring us to the second part of our story, titled, Hey Bro, Sweet Ride, Is It a Mustang? Bunch. Yeah, that's right. I told you it was going to be a bad pun night. All right, my recommendation, if you want to get a horse, keep a fence and a lead on you at all times, just in case you come across a horse. Just keep it in your bag, just in case. If you see one, place your fence down first, then lasso your horse with the lead, and then remember to click the fence while holding the lead as well to tie the horse to the fence. Makes it much easier. You won't be able to run away. You'll save a ton of time. Now, a horse can only be tamed by attempting to ride it. To do this, click on it with an empty hand. It will buck you off. You will be kicked off. Just try again. Now, if you feel like, eh, I really don't want to keep trying and trying and trying until I get it, you can try to feed it one of its favorite foods to have a better chance at at it becoming tame. The next time you try to ride it. Now, a horse can only be fed normally uh, when it's either a baby or if it has hearts lost. In other words, smack it once and feed it. Once you have your horse or donkey tamed, you can select it just like any other object in the game to enter its inventory. Horses have room for armor and a saddle. Donkeys and mules will have room for a saddle, but do not accept armor. But, 
donkeys and mules will gain an inventory when you select them while holding a chest. The chest is permanent until they die. But it gives them a 15-slot inventory to allow you to have more wiggle room, let's say, if you want to go out in the wilds and uh, need more slots in your inventory. Now, remember... Um, no, let's go ahead and get on to the next next section. Next section, the final section of this is titled, Hey, Hey, Hey. Ba-boom-tsh. It's It's getting worse, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Severely. All right. All horses have favorite foods, and each food can heal them. <clears throat> and I put them in as in ascending order. The first food is sugar at half a heart, wheat at a whole heart, apple at a heart and a half, golden carrots two hearts, bread three and a half hearts, golden apples five hearts, hay bales their favorite food tops out at healing a ten whole hearts. Now, along with their favorite foods healing them, feeding a colt one of its favorite foods will speed up its growth into adulthood. Each food also increases the likelihood a horse will become tame when it's ridden. And gold carrots and golden apples are special. Feeding either of these to a horse will put it into a loving mood and may accidentally result in a colt if two horses meet while in such a mood. Protection. That's what they need. Protection. <laughs> uh, that, that's all I got for for my expose on horses. So, please, go out there and become the best equestrian you can be. I gotta admit that taming a horse is pretty fun. It is pretty nifty. Right-clicking on it and just getting bucked off and going back at it. Yeah. I want to put a cowboy hat on, a piece of straw in my mouth, and have a pair of boots on. Yep. <laughs> It, okay, it's pretty so cool. I like these. You can tame a horse, but to control it where it goes, you need a saddle, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. You need to put a saddle on a horse or a donkey, and it controls pretty much the same way you would control just walking around. They are pretty smooth. Um, there is a warning, guys. There are some horses you can breed that gives you an extremely high jump boost. If we are, If you are caught using a horse to get out of bounds in the adventure area... Your horse will be killed, and you will be given an official warning. Keep that in mind. If you use any ex- exploit on our servers, you will be caught. You will be reprimanded, and what you have will be taken away, meaning the horse. We will put it down. We will break its leg and put it down. I'm just kidding. Jeez, but yeah, I don't, no, we're going to put it down old Yeller style. We're going to make you watch. We're going to bring you out to the cornfield and take out the, the bow and aim it right between the eyes. Make the player kill their horse. Oh, yes! Now we're going to get so many emails for animal cruelty. It isn't animal cruelty. It's a video game. It's a digital, you crazy. Digital block that nays. Uh, we're crazy. Just a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. All right, guys. Hardcore Week 2 is out of wraps. It was an interesting hardcore. A lot of deaths this time. I think it might have been because of the jungle environment. Those seem to be a little bit more harsh on players than hardcore. And I'm Slower not... to move around. Yeah. Creeper sneak up on you. Alright. So, even with a second chance, there was like a total of like... Was it 44 or 45 deaths? Only about 3 or 4 people survived. Well, the ones that actually played a little bit more than just a couple hours. Anyway. So. Guys, how was your hardcore experience? Should I start? Yeah, go for it. Well, as you know, we all started out in the spawn area, and 
by the time we had the group situated, it was nighttime. So we were waiting, but one of the doors had malfunctioned, and a creeper snuck in and blew my character to pieces, and I was out. But I said, fret not, I have another character. So I logged into my other character, and I played, and I got through that day, and I got on another day, and I was grouped with Shadow Luigi, and we were setting a base of operations, and I was down there mining. I had gotten us diamond swords, and I had diamond and iron armor and other iron, gold, all this good stuff on me, and I fell in lava, and I died. But you pardoned the people that originally died, which included my normal character, Mm-hmm. So I was able to log on with him, and I recovered some of my stuff. I mined again. I was able to make another diamond sword. Did not fall in lava. Came back up because I needed to find food because I was, like, dying of starvation almost. And then it became night. But it got to the point where, like, I'm like, I got to go out or die. So what I did is I put a block in front of the door, and I just kept beating on zombies. I was going to eat their zombie flesh. I picked it all up, and then I shut the door. But to preamble this, Shadow had a horse, and he brought it inside. He didn't want to leave it outside because it was raining or something. I don't know. And so as I went to go eat my zombie flesh, I accidentally mounted the horse and suffocated in the ceiling and died. (laughs) Oh, my God. And so, yeah, I died three times, and then the final death was kind of – and that's why I have a vendetta against horses at the moment. I mean, maybe they can redeem themselves, but at the moment, I'm kind of mad at them. I don't think it was the horse's fault. I think it was the rider's fault in this case. You know, I, I did put the horse bad about. I feel bad about giving Mara the uh, kill of the week. Yeah, no kidding. I think Aaron might deserve it. Jeez. I was Dying like, on horseback just... due to suffocation. I wish I would have. I, I should just videotape. If I, or if I can you know, get a nicer program... Like, every time I play hardcore, just film myself. Because if I would have done it last week, I could have had a whole montage of my deaths. <laughs> so put a nice musical yeah, score to it, point. it'd be a beautiful thing. But that's my experience in the hardcore. You know, I'd be, I'd be awesome if someone did record all their deaths from their hardcore experiences. And, like, after, like, five or six hardcore weeks, just do a video of it. That'd be awesome. Just saying. Dan, what about you? It's- I know you didn't play too much in hardcore. I didn't. I actually played the first day then uh, I got sucked back into the RP server oh well too bad <laughs> I won't complain about that I can understand it weren't you murdered at the very beginning Dan I was I have to say props to uh, not props I was actually it, it PO'd me quite bad seeing that occur on the server so PvP was turned off because of idiot people yeah I got Killed within the first couple minutes of actually playing the hardcore server. Needless to say, it got me kind of mad and I overreacted a lot. So, uh, I'd just like to say, I'm sorry guys. But still, that was, that was pretty funny. Uh, not appropriate, but funny. Uh, there wasn't anything really funny about it at all. I'm pretty sure Dave got a kick out of it. No, no one really laughed about it, Dan. Anyway, so Hardcore Week is done. We will be bringing it up again next Sunday night. Tonight launches Build Off Week number two, guys. 
The next build-off is live. We're not going to be doing another underwater one. I tortured you guys enough. I tortured oh, the judges God. enough. Thank you. The first one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like always, guys, we want you to mark your build-off with a glowstone pillar. Not too tall. Maybe six at the most high with a sign on top with the name of the people working on the build. This is going to be a one- or two-man build-off. So you can go solo, or you can go with a partner. Alright, people. Again, the rules of the build-off server are pretty simple. No griefing. Do not touch anyone's build but your own. Stay far away from everyone else, but close enough to where we are able to find your build. If we cannot find it, you don't get judged. Plain and simple. Alright, so, this week is a redstone mansion. What I mean by that is we want to see a beautifully designed mansion with redstone contraptions throughout. Inside and out. And here's what we're going to be looking for as the judges. We First and foremost is creative. The And with the overall design. Overall design is going to be a big factor. Not just the redstone work, but everything included. The design interior, design exterior, and the yards. We want to see unique redstone work. Various redstone work in the build. We want to see various parts of redstone. Uh, we don't have to see the actual redstone mechanics. As a matter of fact, you get bonus points for not letting us see the redstone mechanic. We want to see it work. That We want to see a front yard and backyard. Okay, but don't go too crazy. We don't want to see like a thousand meter freaking front yard. <laughs> but there you go. It can be a modern mansion. It can be an old school mansion. It's your choice. Mansion obviously means big, big house. So, redstone work in a mansion. What to look out for? A server tends to lag or have lag spikes. Do not make your redstone overcomplicated or it may not work every time. Um, if the judges go and they try your build and it does not work for us, it will be marked against you as a non-working build. So test and test. Um... Any questions on that, guys? This is just a... Just like the mansion. There's no, like... You have, you, you don't have to make a story or describe no, bosses. This is just all. mansion. This is for visual and functionality. Functionality okay. in the redstone department and for visual. This this is this will not be used on our servers. This is strictly for the build-off itself, for the video, and for the fun of doing it. Uh, any questions else? Any other questions, comments? Dave, anything? Nope. I'm just ready for it, dude. Alrighty. The prizes are as follows. Third prize will be given one dragon egg, a widget loot chest, and 100 emons. The nice. second prize will be two dragon eggs, a widget loot chest, and 300 emons. First prize, the grand prize is three dragon eggs, a widget loot chest, and 500 emons. So, all in all, could be a very big prize. Especially if you wind up getting like a dragon weapon in that loot chest, you know? Oh man, yeah. You get you get the <laughs> the emons, which is always good. You get the dragon eggs, or something you could use to buy a dragon weapon, and then the widget loot chest to get another dragon weapon. It'd be pretty intense. That's a good prize. So that is this week's prizes for this build off. Again, there they will not be used on the server. This is strictly for the fun of building. So. Any other questions? Dan, do you have any questions about this? Nope. Server, chat room, any questions on the build-off? As they're debating, debating, 
debating. I think you're trying to pick teams already. <laughs> Alrighty then. <clears throat> Our final thoughts this evening, guys. That's the end of the show. We went through all that, Dave. Yeah, that, I'm. Dude, tonight was so much. All right. If you want to know about our how to get to our IP addresses, I'm going to repeat this again because we still get emails saying, "Can I be whitelisted on your RPG server?" Really? We have no more whitelists. None of our servers are whitelisted. All you do is you go to either minecraftoffrecord.com or go to minecraftotr.guildlaunch.com. Go right there to the servers tab. And the IP address, address is listed. Actually, if you go to minecrafthealthrecord.com, it doesn't have the correct IPs listed right now. So you want to go to Minecraft OTR. That's, again, Minecraft OTR. That's all one word. Dot guildlaunch.com. Go right to the servers tab, and the IP addresses are listed right there. The build-off and the hardcore share the same IP address because they alternate weekly. This week's the build-off. Next week will be the hardcore. Um, we launch the new the new round of server every Sunday night as soon as we finish the show, which is usually around 8.30 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. So right after I get done recording tonight, we are launching the build-off. And you have Intel. Every Sunday at 2 p.m., the servers will be shut down to prepare for the new server. So at Sunday at 2 p.m., the, ser- the build-off server will be shut down, and the admins or the designated judges will be in there judging the build-off. Um, the following Sunday will be a hardcore, and it will be again shut down at 2 p.m. to get ready to get the build-off server prepared. So, that's that. Um, my final thoughts are... Widget challenges! Um, dude, my final thoughts are... I don't know what to do with this whale. (laughs) It's becoming a whale of a problem. I dove in too quickly. You're too much of a blowhard. I, there's a, I, I'm, I'm so deep in this. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I, I've lost it. That's Go enough of it. them. Yeah. Yeah. Dan. I can't wait to start the bill off. And then when you announce it, go to the widget challenges. This is going to be a very fun night tonight. And Aaron. Well, I'm looking forward to the build off and also the widget challenges and the train. <laughs> And I am looking forward to being able to hopefully see the survival lands. Are is there a name for them? For the area in general? It's just survival lands. Survival lands. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And then if I can get enough people or something just to go down there for a little while, I know two hundred demons is kind of pricey, but there's I'd like reasons. To... What? It's the reason is it's easy to get to. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, all you have to do is that first quest. So, I mean, if anyone wants, when I do go out there, if anyone wants to help me with the old West Town, hey, even admins if you want. Well, they could probably just create one out of thin air. But, okay, never mind then. But, yeah, if anyone wants to help, then I'm good. I'm open for it. Uh, Lord Squirrels in the chat room said to mention how likely you are to live stream widget challenges sometimes. Um, yeah, I did it last night, and I'm probably going to do it again tonight. I'll live stream the challenges for people to watch. And I usually have mumble ups to get to hear all the craziness in that, too. So check it out, guys. Watch our Twitter, Minecraft OTR. Dave, how to reach us? How to reach us? You can reach us by going to questgamingnetwork.com and checking out all of our great shows there, or going to minecraftoffthe record.com and finding all of our shows on there as well. 
If you want to send in an email to our shows, send it into minecraftofftherecord at gmail.com. If you want our server addresses, our live stream, where we do our show live every week, or our forums, go to minecraftotr.guildlaunch.com. To report server issues, such as problems you're having on the server, problems with other people on the server, etc., Take a screenshot, then send in an email to mcotrserverteam at gmail.com. You can catch us in game. Joe is at Widget. I'm at Dianforce. Dan is at Boontini. And Aaron is at Macardia. On Twitter, you can see us at MinecraftOTR. That's all one word. Joe is at the Widget. W-I-G-I-T. Dave, that's me. I'm at Dianforce. D-I-E-N-F-O-R-C-E. Dan is at B-O-O-N underscore T-I-N-I. That's Boone underscore Teeny. And Aaron is at Macardia. M-A-K-A-R-D-I-A. You went through that quick. I know, I did, didn't I? That was awesome. <laughs> Minecraft Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Earth Network. And I just want to say, keep on building, everybody, and I look forward to talking to you again next week. Have a great one, y'all. We'll see you on the server. Bye! Auf Wiedersehen, everybody. See you next week. Auf Wiedersehen, ta-ta! Ta! Ja!